Johnny Johnny Brooks Johnny Boy in the house That's me I love it too baby That's fantastic Now I've said this many times before I'm gonna say it again This is our most special guest But this time it actually might be true I think you might be right I think you might be right I know that When we were We did our group text um, Before we You know to organize Between the three of us Coop um, Johnny and myself Coop said, I've never been as excited for a show coming up as I am right now. It's true. And he's never said that. And I, I, although I say it every time, he never says that. I actually just ran into Johnny pre- pretty recently in your neighborhood. In my, on my block. On your block. It was crazy. Yeah. LA's what, a small town, bro. Yeah, it's the smallest really of towns. Is, yeah. yeah. Lily and I were on a bike ride and Johnny was walking the dogs. And yeah. With that dense population of 10 million, I'm surprised it'll bump into you more. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I've had I've had so many bump crazy bump ins like that in LA. Like people I haven't seen in like 15 years yep. in L.A. When I lived in Manhattan, too, I would always New have York. Them. It happens yeah. I would in always, New York. And, you, and when it happens, you're like, why? The, like, what the fuck? What? what like, why? It's the, so I had random. One, yeah, I had one last week. A guy I hadn't seen in 10 years. It's, it's yeah. wild. It was amazing. I had this yeah. dude. I was jogging. Uh, I went to college with this guy back in Missouri, like, in the 90s. Oh, wow. I'm showing my age here. But... Uh, right had, with you, I hadn't seen him in 17 years. Yeah. And I was jogging, and I thought I saw him... Uh, in front of me, and I th- I thought it was him so much that I caught up with him and like did the weird look around, and it wasn't him. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, you're crazy. You're never gonna see that guy again. Two days later, I bump into the dude. It was the same guy. Same guy. Damn. And after the, you were like, universe, it's cool. I'll, I'll talk to him yeah. next time. They're like, okay, I'll hit you back in two days. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. It's insane. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It is. It really is a small world. It is. Um, and there are reminders of that mm-hmm. um, across the board, and of course, bumping into other humans is probably the most iconic of those things nothing yeah. is coincidence no and really nothing i well, mean i use that word a lot so i feel like damn have i been wrong all this time <laughs> it depends on where you're looking at it from i guess it you is know? perspective your it's... your truth is is the only truth for you yeah. you know which I... reminds me what hate to cut you off no but i've been dying to hear this story for a long time your what? your story oh god you don't have to go any deeper than you feel comfortable but Johnny is an old friend of ours. Um, he's an incredible musician, incredible actor. Well, yeah, he's let's, gonna, he's that, gonna hate, let's get that out of the way, first hate. of all. That first song that everybody just heard, that was a Johnny yes. Brooks original. Tell. Yes. You can hear his voice right now. That's, yes. yeah. That rich timbre is... Phenomenal yeah. musician, phenomenal actor, yeah. uh, a phenomenal voice actor. Yeah. Also, I take a lot of, I've taken a lot of cues from Johnny over the years on like getting outside like um, your own fucking way. And just being able to be silly. Because Johnny toes that line between like super goofy and coolest dude ever. I'm sorry to do that to you, but I can only tell the truth on it here. Um, so, yeah, where, what do you, where would you start that Johnny story if you had to? Oh, if you were man. on a podcast and someone asked you that question. I don't even know where to begin. You don't, where yeah. were you born? Uh, I was born in New Mexico. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wait, the New Mexico? In Carlsbad, the New Mexico. Great, got it, got Not it. Not the old Mexico. No, fuck that. Uh, Carlsbad. Carlsbad, where the caverns are. Okay. You ever Ooh, been? Yeah. You ever been? Yeah. Carlsbad many, many caverns. years ago. Uh, but I moved to Texas like when I was a baby. Yeah, yeah, like when I was a year old. And then I spent most of my time in Texas. Um, you know, I. It, it's everyone's story. Is, it's tough. Everyone's this, got. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, in a nutshell, the Cliff Notes version. Um, what, like zero to thirteen years old was dr- was a dream, dream any boy's dream. Like I couldn't have, th- I couldn't think of anything better that could have happened to me from one to thirteen. Well, 
There's some stuff. I don't know if we want to get into that, but anything you want to get into? Uh, well, actually, you know, I don't know what you guys want to talk about on this, but like, I've been dealing with some some bullshit uh, lately. I was sexually abused by my uncle. Okay, and uh, it's just I've just begin I've just come, I've just started the process of like kind of calling him out. Okay. Wow. And it's been a crazy kind of month. How okay. could it not be? Uh, but, you know, I, I was 13. My mom passed away. Um, so I went back to live with my father. And then that was just kind of the beginning of what would become me today. You know, I, he wasn't around. Um, I kind of went from being like a completely smothered mother's boy wow. uh, to just like figure everything out on your own. Yeah. And I, so I stayed in Texas till I was 18. Uh, bounced around Missouri, Alabama, like all kinds of places. And then when I was 18, I got the fuck out of Texas, went to New York. Um, and was in New York for a decade, did the acting thing, did the rock and roll thing. Yeah. Lots of drugs, lots of booze. Uh, in 2006, like I, w I weighed 150 pounds. What? I was drinking a bottle of whiskey a day and doing coke by myself, watching Sports Center. Awesome. Uh, I hadn't had a, a home of my own in like four years. Um, so you were you were doing drugs and drinking at some other people's places. Yeah, I would just crash around That's like who. When I was it? What year is this? This was uh, well, this was pre two thousand six. So from about two thousand two to two thousand six, okay. I was bouncing around. Uh -huh. Now I don't want to cut you off, but I also want a little clarification. I don't want to ignore the bombshell of of being molested as a kid. We actually yeah. touched on that in our recent episode um, about how you either tackle that stuff. Or eat you, or eat you alive. Yeah, man. Um, and did this, this, so this was after thirteen. Well, it started when I was about eight. Okay, so and okay. it would happen very uh, sporadically because my, I mean, I was with my mom, you know. But right, once right. my mom was out of the picture, it was my dad's bro. So once I lived with my dad, he had full access, and it just started happening all the time until I was old enough to to like avoid it right so you never felt confident or strong enough to be like no it well, was too scary that's the tricky thing i don't know if you've watched the michael jackson documentary I, it's, it's on a, my it's, fucking list i have it's a tough age because it's it's some you don't really you're not you're still learning what's right and wrong so when you have somebody who is your family who's superior to right. you who is a, a father figure yep. even though they're your uncle they're whatever they're authoritative to you as well you think when they're telling you, no, this is what this is okay. This yeah, you're a kid. You man. don't know. Like, you're like, you have okay. no reference. You have okay. no reference at all. Even so, though you know you don't like it. Even and, though you know yeah, you don't like it. And there's no way for you and I to ever be able to try to think of the mindset of a time where we didn't know when we were 13 or 12 because right. we already do in our minds. Right. So we're already developed that way. So it's just in that, it's in your brain. So it's like you can't really think about well no but when i was 12 i know what i was like when i was 12 i'd be like no you can't you can't go just, back and go oh i made a bad decision i should like no it, not at all and it's very and when you're a child like that you can be manipulated it's a blank easily. slate they're yeah, wiring exactly. the computer it's crazy like, they are man. saying this synapse goes here and this synapse goes here but the thing about the mj documentary was this and it's this that was the catalyst to me uh, of me going down this wow. road. I can imagine. I mean, I told my dad 15 years ago, and he didn't do a fucking thing. Right. Okay. I told my brothers they didn't do a fucking thing. They believed you? They believed me, but yeah, it didn't. But I mean, didn't, it just didn't. They affect. still like Tackling that changed your whole life. Your whole yeah. life is upended if you tackle that. And, but I mean, it, it's a, it's another trauma when you tell your family, you tell your and, family you, and you don't and see you a result. Don't get that support. 100%. Yeah. But the MJ thing. I had never really related fully to abuse because it had all, it's always been presented in a negative, violent, uh, aggressive, um, traumatic way. 
the Michael Jackson documentary was the first time I watched a, a somebody's experience and, and and was like that happened to me. And the fucked up thing is the love that it's wrapped in, yeah. the the fun that it's wrapped in, yeah. the joy that it's wrapped in. My I just lost my mom. Like nobody was paying attention to me, and this guy was giving me the attention, the attention, the fun, the love, and so it becomes this thing. Well, if I need this, then I I have just have to do this. Yeah. And there was no counter view. There was no one in your life Nobody. saying these things are wrong. These things are bad. It's you like know? having a first relationship. It's like I had my first relationship with my uncle when I was right. a boy, and and it's like an ex lover. I mean, it's crazy to, right. to no, think no, no, about no, it. That's that way. important that you put it that way because I've yeah. never heard it like that. They, it's 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 a relationship that I spent. Uh, up until now like defending him like I still love this guy I mean it's changing now but up until this point like I didn't want anything bad to happen to him because he laid down this 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 foundation of love yeah. like it's it was re it's really messed up like the physical stuff is almost tangible it's it's the mental and emotional stuff that they they basically took he took away any choice I had in so many situations for the rest of my life right yeah. by by doing that you know it, it, it was just like my whole life was kind of this blurry uh, line that's all of a sudden just snapped into focus. And now I'm, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And all this stuff that I thought was lacking in me, all this stuff that I thought it was just a fault in my makeup that I didn't understand, that I didn't know how to do, that I beat myself up over is no, it's because of what this fucking dude did to me. Yeah. You know, certainly and, explains the drugs and alcohol. It's he's he gave me weed when I was fucking eleven. Like he was getting me stoned when I was a kid. He showed me pornography yeah. when I was fucking ten. Yep. I mean that's like your whole fucking sexual progress is fucking fucked. Yep. Skewed yeah. as fuck. And so I mean I'm married. Been married for uh, uh, eight years. Been with my wife for thirteen, and we've it's still a struggle yeah. to like of course yeah overcome that physical barrier that he put up. How so. how amazing that you found. And we know your wife, Ashley. She's absolutely amazing. She is. I consider her, uh, you know, a, a fringe friend. I wouldn't presume the relationship, but I'm very fond of Ashley. And how amazing that you found someone who actually is down to work on those things and oh, stick man. with you. Like, you guys, I've not only known you as a couple, and it's all, you're like the dynamic couple. Like, yeah, Dude. you're supposed to be together. Like, no question. It's, I mean, it was tough. Like, the first bit of our relationship was fucking tough. I was still drinking. Mm. Um, and you were know, were you guys out here when you? No, met? we were. In, I met her in Texas. Texas. Yeah, I had, yeah. she's I had, from Texas too. She's right? from Texas. Yeah, yeah. She grew up fucking ten miles from me. Wow. Uh, uh, this is another funny story. So wow. I was a baker in New York, and she spent a summer in New York in like two thousand one or two thousand two or something. Knew. She would go to the place that I baked the no. muffins at every she morning. She was eating your muffins. And she was eating my muffins. Holy shit! You don't hear that usually the other way right? around. Well, wow. I always tell her, I was like, I, you were eating my muffins before I was, I was eating yours. Oh, that's uh, awesome. But no, no, Brilliant. she's she's amazing. And, and beyond her, the family that she's given me, her mother and father, I have a mother and father. You know, like I have brothers. I, ha I ha Everything that I've lost in my life has been redefined. You re-pieced it together. It's amazing, man. Like, and this is the final amazing? piece. This is the final piece. Well, well yes. Yeah, could be. Addressing him directly. Well, yes, adult. yes, just, just, you know, because piece. maybe the final piece wasn't the right term. He's no, in, there's important, more. but, yeah. but there'll never be a final. The, the fucked up thing is this, is like, he's in the church. He portrays Jesus. Oh like he's God. made a life about playing wow. Jesus. And so he, plays Jesus. 
He still does. What do you mean plays Jesus? Like in passion plays. Like he, he actually performs as Jesus. He performs as Jesus. He's a sixty-something-year-old dude still playing Jesus. You're and he's blowing Jesus. my fucking like, mind right like now. It's crazy. Like, like the town's like showing of Jesus Christ superstar. He, dude, he travels the fucking world. <laughs> oh my god! In this show called His Life. Whoa! And it's a passion play. Passion play is from the birth to the right, ascension. Right, right. How many kids in the uh, these audiences have been like that? Guy's How many kids great. in the audience? How many kids in the in the show? I mean, the average right. the FBI statistic is an unchecked pedophile has a hundred victims in their life. Oh, God. Okay, there's another one. I know that there's there's a confirmed other mm -hmm. case other than me, and I know a cousin that he tried it on. Right, and that's just what you and know. And that's just what we know. And there's been a 15, 20, 25 years since it Plus, stopped with me. And how, how's he's the, in the church? How, how's the and cousin? The you so you contacted a cousin. The that... cousin still fucking sings with him. Oh fuck! My dad still sings with him. My uh -huh. dad still eats fucking Mexican food with him. Jesus Christ! It's crazy, dude. Wow. Now uh, you know, and I do not. <laughs> you said Mexican food. Like, is there a Mexican night they do every week or something? Well, they're from Texas, you know. <laughs> no, that's just a, that was just a, they still do Taco Tuesday. That was the last picture <laughs> I saw, and I, I cut my dad off. I like, I finally, yeah. I was yeah. like, you go fuck yourself. Now I'm not Johnny, and I are on two opposite, and I respect you for this. Is why I don't want to ignore it, but and I won't get into it. But Johnny and I are on opposite sides on the religion thing. That's and that's. That's enough. That's all I want to say. You and I differ. Um, yeah. Doesn't everybody, though? Everybody Of course. Does. But I want to make that clear because yeah. I, I like to be transparent. Three right. um, three good friends who will probably have a lot of different opinions about right. a lot Well, that's, a lot of this show yeah. has been incredibly helpful for me because I'm much more tolerant for the things that I don't agree with because I realize a little bit more now how important that is. Yeah. You can't have a conversation with anybody if you like stop where you disagree. It's fucking right. stupid. Right. Um, so I'm forced to be. And then how be, boring would a conversation be if you both went up and be like, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, me too. All right, cool. See you later. Right. <laughs> it's a dying art, though. Like people co co having conversations about uh, separate uh, uh, opposite opinions is is not happening anymore. People are afraid that that uh, people are afraid to get into a debate. I think, and also are afraid that they're going to say something that might be perceived wrong, and then and then caught on tape, and then yeah. they get called into their office, and then they get let go. Or they can't do this, say this thing on, you know, it's like all, with There's Twitter a, and all this a, bullshit. It's a delicate equilibrium when it comes yeah. to being confident in your beliefs, but also not wanting to offend, but also or change. To get, right. Exactly. Right. Well, that's where change dogma, is, the dogma is the definition of not I don't, changing. You don't have to, you don't have, just because you believe something, you don't have to. There's nothing that that inside of you that should need that person to change. Like, you can be mutually exclusive. Like, right, right, right. And that's the beauty of conversation, but. Instant, like the sad uh, part though is not everybody thinks that way. No, and, and conflict. People walk by a Scientology anymore. church. Whew. But also, there are times where the, the difference in, in opinion is so stark that you can't anymore. Like, God forbid, we're right. talking about someone who thinks it's okay to molest somebody. You can't keep hanging well, out with them. You then know what I mean? there's no conversation. Yeah. You right. just punch them in the face. You punch yeah. them in the face. No, 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 violence no. is not the answer. Yeah, but you can joke about yeah, violence all you want, bro. I'm gonna eat um, a donut. But Sometimes you gotta get violent, though. I caught a guy. Johnny brought donuts. I, I brought donuts. I, I caught a guy uh, trying to. I we're supposed to bring the donuts. Spotted a guy Johnny trying to use a roofie in New York at a bar. You saw. Him trying to use a roofie? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. I'm gonna jump in on that donut wing. Yeah. Tell me about the roofie thing while I grab a donut. I just threw I the drinks he had, I just threw them off the bar and then I just like ringed him up by the neck and pulled him out of the bar. And you like, did that? Yeah, and he was so and he knew that I caught him. Because like what other what other reaction would nice like that? Nice work, dude. Hero fucking coop. I mean it was like No, that's awesome, dude. But it was so and I remember he just didn't do anything. Like he just left because, like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? No, dude, let me do that. Dude, you're you're <laughs> you're blocking my roofie sesh yeah, here, bro. What? Like, like, 
So, I'm but, sorry. The, the visual of you knocking a bunch of drinks off the counter was so hot, dude. I almost turned a little yeah, gay there. I, I don't know if the bartender. <laughs> I don't know if the bartender in hindsight, the bartender's really like, "What the fuck?" Like, probably thought I was an asshole. People, well, and the, until you know the, the whole story, I'm sure there's a lot of mis, uh, misconstrued. Yeah, things. I mean, I remember it just being super crowded. I think I was either a freshman. Or, it was, might have been my first year, but I remember seeing that, and I was like, Jesus. And I was that's trying crazy. To, I couldn't even understand the I mindset. Still, no, I can't. I still can't, I can't even believe that people fucking it. do that or did that. I don't get that. it. Uh-uh. He wasn't, and he wasn't uh, like a disgusting hold looking on, like. Hold on a second. Let's let's go into why because I mean we can speculate and point fingers all we want, but let's talk about and I want to backtrack a little bit. I'm eating a donut. Leave me alone. Do want donut? Um, yeah. Do it. Um, this is gonna sound weird, but you know this is my thing. I always kind of pose the things that are a little uncomfortable, so I, I'm confident doing this. There is a level of empathy to feel for pedophiles, and here's why. No one chooses to be attracted to children. There's a weird part in that where they can't control the feelings. They can control their actions, and that's when they cross the fucking line. You don't do it. But there's a weird part about human nature where I feel really fucking bad for people who have, like, I, I'm i I'm a pretty old school dude. I like pretty faces and big boobs. I, I don't, I can't take credit for that. That's just how I feel. I don't know if I would. I was programmed that way or whatever, but dude, it is not, it's got to be, the guy, I'm not saying, trust me, I am not condoning any of this, and I'm not condoning roofing anybody. I get but, what you're saying. People are born with these mental illnesses. Yes. Or these, I mean, are these, they? I, are I, they? Some yes, some no. We not Some science, yes, some no. Can not you be born attracted to children? Inherited and inherent. It's both. I don't know. I have no idea. Neither Honestly, do I. I don't, but I don't we, know. We can, we can agree that there is some level of uh, lack of ability to control those feelings, right? Yes. No, th- okay, that's, that's what I'm making. The point I'm making One is if sliver, you can, if you notice that you have this problem, you're like, I don't, I don't know why I'm attracted to this. It's like tearing me apart. You go see a doctor. You really try to figure it out within yourself. Some people are like, well, I'm just going to get fucked up and try to hurt my little nephew or son or my, you know, son or this These people should be those jailed, people are the ones jailed that, forever. But when you want to solve an issue, you can't always hit it with a hammer. Like you have to understand where people are coming from if you want to change the the overall um, activity over time. And I'm not saying give the guy, anybody a fucking pass, but don't be so quick to just smash it. Like why? What do you like? Can these people be? Can they be helped? Can they go to therapy and be helped? They Perhaps, can, some and can? I'll tell you why. I tell you why. Because it's more. I would say that, and I'm, and, and don't quote me on this. Do your own research. But I, from what I've read, most most sexual predators of children were abused themselves. Right. It's a cycle. Yep. You're abused. You abuse. Just like physical abuse. Your dad beats the shit out of you. There's a fucking high chance you're going to beat the shit out of. And you may not your fully kid. understand why. No, but I know that I'm breaking the cycle. Fuck and, yeah. And my and my little lineage of abuse. It stops with me. So I do know that that I there is something in me because of my abuse that could have led me down that road. Right. I've never had that impulse. I've never had that. So you're desire. lucky in that regard. But I don't know that. Have you ever I had don't any know anger what, problems? Oh, dude. Oh, god. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think it's my biggest problem. I've been in therapy for four years. I for think my I anger. suffer from that Congrats. sometimes. Dude, it has changed my life getting control of my anger. Yeah. But yes, I struggle with I struggle with fucking anger. I think I get so much like time. anxiety and stress and it builds up and builds up and and then and then like something that's so stupid will push me over the edge yes. and I'll snap and it's like and it's so bad and so stupid and then I feel so embarrassed after and like regret that, it. And that is the snake eating its tail. Yeah. That yep. is the echo chamber of guilt and anger and, and guilt everything. and anger. It's crazy. But the I'll give you what I what's helped <laughs> me. First of all, therapy. Yeah. 
I am. You talk to my wife. I am a different human being, like yeah. night and day. When did you start therapy? About f- uh, four years ago. Four years ago. Wow. Um, and you're going consistently every week. Every week. Every week. And we're going to couples counseling because usually, usually we would go to couples counseling if we got to a, a point in a in an argument or, or a disagreement that we just couldn't Can't get back from. Yeah, That's awesome. you just like we would say, okay, let's go see somebody. This time, we had one of those instances, uh, but we cleared it up before the the appointment. And we mm-hmm. decided to keep the appointment. And oh, now cool. we've been going since oh, that's wh- awesome. while things are good. Oh, that's cool. And that's a whole nother thing. Dude, we are like digging into the deepest part of the that's onion. That's such a cool anecdote. I mean, I've known this woman for 13 years and we are still just discovering Learning. like deeper and deeper and deeper ways to commune and communicate wow. and be with each other. It's great. I, I, I recommend therapy to anybody. But the thing about anger, that the biggest thing that got me through to change is this, is you have to find... Everything, and this is like a huge cosmic conversation. That's fine. It, everything, it's all about the space in between things and the space that you give whatever that is in between you and that thing, whether it's the car in front of you in traffic or whether it's your boss fucking talking shit to you mm-hmm. or whether it's somebody being a dick to you or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you you have to give it, you have to see it mm-hmm. outside of yourself and give it the space it deserves. And that little moment of space changes everything. That little moment of space gives you the opportunity between the event and the reaction right. to, to react, to, to respond rather than react. And that's my goal, response that's versus so, reaction. That's stop, so good. You stop identifying with every single yes. thing that crosses that space. It's yes. not always, it doesn't always need to affect you. Why would you give no. up your power and I like lived, that? I lived my life. I realized that I had been exhausting myself because I thought I had to have an emotional reaction to every thought I had. And right. that I had to have an opinion on every emotional reaction that I felt. And it was just constantly like. Yeah. And you separate. You don't have to. Right. You're, you're going to you're you're, you're going to you can't stop the thoughts. Right. Perhaps. But they, you don't have to have a feeling about everything right. you, fi- you no, think. And you don't have to have an opinion on everything you feel. 300,000 billion chemical reactions happening in your body every second. Just Can you imagine it, yeah. if you had to fucking take responsibility Dude, for everything that happened I was being frying, the observer? I was frying the yourself. computer. I yeah. was frying my brain. I literally was overstimulated 100% of the time. And I was just like, my, I had my hand on my fucking guns, man. Just wow. like, come on. What you got? I'm ready. How many friends did you lose during those that time? Luckily, n- nobody. That's Everybody, how charming this motherfucker every, is. No, they no, have guns no. blazing and people stick around. I no, I lost. I've lost friends, but it's it's been because of other reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I I haven't had good luck with male friends. Um, I've I think like the last four men that I've really like allowed myself to get close to have all just ended fucking horribly. Really? Wow. And it's it's like be- the relationship, the relationship, yeah. like they ended up being complete pieces of shit. Oh. And I'm kind of I've I've had this naive thing about father figures. So I kind of I'm drawn to these men that I revere or respect or <laughs> look up to in some way. And then I'm kind of blind. And Ashley, every time has been like, nope, nope, that dude's nope. a fucking asshole. Really? Like, you don't, and she's right. Thank God she's there. Right? Well, the time. women know best. She does. They it's do, true. man. Technically, they are a little smarter on the average. Yes. Yeah. I would say, I mean, Women if, if I, listen, I should rephrase, your wife knows you the best. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, your best. she's, she's, she's empathic or whatever that fucking word. Her and her mother both. Empathetic. Her mother, you know, like, 
they they can send they telepathic. Tell yeah, whatever. Hey man, they, have, they like, don't call it a man's intuition. No. They call it a woman's intuition. There's no phrase for a man's intuition because it doesn't no. fucking exist. We don't have. You know what? We've got mercury in our nose, so we know how to get places. Is that, that, is, that for, is that serious? It's an old Texas. I love that. <laughs> I have a bunch That's of mercury fine. in my nose. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, you. I, it's hard. I mean, obviously, it's not surprising to hear um, that uh, you probably surrounded yourself with dudes that weren't right when you were still abusing yourself. Yeah, um, but now though you don't do that anymore. No, you no, don't, I don't have time. That I that shit early. I don't have time for knuckleheads these no. days, man. Like suffer no fools. If you're not quality. If you're not good. If I don't. If we don't have some sort of moral, you know. Why waste your time? I I don't have time's time. too fucking valuable. I love so, the, I love my home. Mm. I love my wife. I love my dogs. I love my friends. If you're gonna enter my world, like you've got to, you got to be quality. You belong there. Yeah. Someday, yeah. You That's have to. How cut, I've been feeling yeah. lately. And here's the here's the hard part, and I'm gonna admit to something we could all probably agree to. Every once in a while, you're the person somebody cuts out because yeah. you're you're not good for them. Yep. That is a hard pill to swallow, but what a fantastic learning opportunity for recognizing the people you need to cut out for yourself in the future. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's a it's tough true. one. I did not like that being that kind of, yeah. <clears throat> You know, but it, you know, you just got to respect the boundaries, dude. Yeah. Set them, space. respect them. Space. Speaking, speaking space. of space, speaking it's of boundaries. I remember Johnny is you're an actor. Yeah. Um voice actor, mm-hmm. musician, um, fan, songwriter, guitarist, like all the fucking the, the gamut. Um, well, you produced that whole entire record, right? Uh, uh, my buddy Jay, who's probably one of the most amazing musical spirits I've ever um, come across, he did most of the producing. Um, I brought most of the songs for that album were in were in pretty much complete shape. But he took it from there. I mean, ev- most of everything you hear on that album, other than the the rhythm guitar and and my the vocals, are all him. Oh wow! I mean, we got a guy to come in and play some keys, and we got a sax player. And, but he played drums, he played bass, he played lead. Whoa. He, yeah, he's he's wow. he's amazing. He's got his own band called Motor Sales. He's got his own acoustic. Uh, I think it's Yay Bl- Yay Blin. But he's great. He's awesome. Hell yeah! Yeah. You recently had some upticks in your acting career. Um, you made some inroads. You auditions that you got. Um, what's the What's the most recent thing you were doing as far as performance? Uh, well, I've got an episode of Better Things that that airs this Thursday. Nice, nice. Uh, it's like uh, it's awesome. It was the funnest I've ever had on set. Are you because, shitting me? Oh man, it was the best. It was it was the best experience. You know, like you go. There's so much in this town. From uh, even beyond auditioning, because that's a whole other fucking thing. But mm-hmm. you know, you get these gigs and. And and you think, man, I don't even know if this is what I want to do. Like, <laughs> this is I love that. This is shit. Like, you know, not you know, whatever. If you like it, you like it. But like, I did NCISLA. That show's a piece of fucking shit. I love it. And you get it. You get the sides. You get the script. You watch a couple episodes. You get the tone, and you're just like, what the fuck am I doing, man? Yeah. But <laughs> then you, shit, yeah. you you get a job like Better Things, and you leave that set, and you know, a hundred percent, without a doubt, unequivocally. This is what I want to do. That's how it's done. I know every set will not be that. Right. But I know it's out there. Yeah. And now I want to get back on on a set like that. Wading through the garbage in a career as an actor. And again, it's probably one of the major reasons why I didn't really pursue it very hard. To get to those nuggets is a fucking war zone. You know what? Being an actor in L.A. is like the scene in Star Wars where they are in the trash compactor. (laughs) 
and it's the walls are closing in, and you're just trying to fucking climb your way out, and you get out. And, and you're like, some people get out, so some many people scenes don't. in that. R2, R2, hit the button, man, hit the, the fucking button, button, button man. Some, yeah. So but many scenes in that movie, even when they just walk into that bar with all the like fat, weird-looking people. I, that's a scene. That's my next tattoo. Is I'm gonna get the jazz, the the jazz alien. Really? Yeah, with the band. That's a good one. One thing I love about Johnny's expression, his own personal artistic expression, is I'm not a tattoo guy. I'm not against it. I think one day I'll get one, but it just hasn't happened. There's nothing organic. Has a couple things, but they weren't right for me to do. Right. Um, one of them was the uh, ultra deep field on my back, which, if you know, the ultra deep field is that deep shot of all the galaxies. Oh, it's unrealistic. Nice. It's Where mostly on your black. Back? Uh, my whole back. The oh, whole God. back, just the universe. I thought, what a cool macro micro. That like, that's was an organic thing, but that's I a, love it. That's an undertaking, <laughs> though. That would be. Weeks in the chair, thousands of dollars, Have you ever seen and mostly black ink on my back, which I thought, all right, it's not pra- I'm too practical to go for it. Um, what I've seen, what? Have you seen Ben Affleck's back tattoo? Yes. Have you is seen it like it? that? No. Oh, my God. But the There's thing some is, bad but the ones thing out is, there, of bro. Course. I mean, we the, were just looking at them yesterday. Right? Yeah. The only other one I ever thought I wanted to do were just lines on my arm where I could write notes for the day. Amazing. And, then, and then I looked it up, and I, the people there out, people have it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But I bet somebody's got. I mean, everybody's got something. Right, that and you that's want. something I still might do. But again, I'm such a pragmatic pussy. Sometimes I don't pull the trigger. But it's there what, forever. What is it? I can't oh, see. Oh shit! It. Step on oh the no! You killed the donuts. What is it? I can't see. I can't it's lean like over a there. Dragon or oh, okay. Well, it's hold back. Oh, that's like the <laughs> phoenix, right? The, the phoenix the rising. The thing I love about Johnny is. Oh yeah! Wow. Holy shit. Johnny gets tattoos, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Because he fucking loves getting tattoos. Yeah. He loves tattoos. Yeah, it's addicting, man. He loves it. And there's no question. There's no, like, what are you trying to be cool? No. Johnny fucking loves tattoos. I do. And you look at him, and you don't question it. He's like, he's a tattoo guy, and it fucking makes sense. And I love that. I love that. I've gotten a tattoo on three different occasions, and they're so small and so discreet. And I and I would want to get more. I really would. Um I think I, I think after like the second one, I was like, oh no, this could be really addicting. It's uh, yeah, it's even a thing. like the, in the pain part, you're like, it's all ah, of it, the smell, like the a, whole process, the, the whole everything, and yeah. and then the permanent like after, you're just like, oh yeah, yes. When but I it's like when it's, I finally do I could, it, yeah. I think I'm going to Johnny's guy. Like I think that's he's the plan. good. I mean, I finally found a dude in L.A. That right. I like, but I like you know a very a, certain kind of thing. You have a tattoo guy like people have. There's a lot of tattoo artists too, which is good yeah. and bad. But you can you know there's depends on what you want to get. If you're getting something that's like very intricate, something that's really detailed and really fine and and specific, yeah, find like you know a good guy. Here's my advice to anybody getting a tattoo: any place you can walk in and sit down and get a tattoo, don't go. To don't go, go to that yeah, place. No. Nope. You go to a place where the, you have to you make, make an, an appointment. appointment. That's genius. You have to have a consultation. God damn it, that's genius. Because I have learned the hard way. Oh, I've gotten every tattoo that I got, walked in and sat down and got, I've got covered up. Oh, wow. Holy 100% shit. of what the time. What is that, like five or ten? Um, probably three, and I've still got a shitty one that I that I haven't cut, covered up, but I'm just going to keep it because it grew on me. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Keeping it because it's shitty. I yeah. like it. It's like a really shitty tattoo. Like, I went back. It was so shitty. I went back to the to the shop uh, like six months later because usually there's like a year if it fades or looks right, fucked right. up in they'll a year they'll redo it. Oh wow! Yeah. So I went back to the shop and they had fired the guy who did it and I, sh- <laughs> and I showed it to them and the guy literally started laughing. Oh, I was oh, like, no, oh yeah, that guy. Oh, that's lame. That guy was a piece of shit. Sorry about that. Did, did, he, did nothing? He, did nothing for you? Nothing. Just can't, laughed at me. You can't set that precedent. Laughed at me and pointed. Wow, yeah. you're like you're much better. 
fucking asshole. Yeah. Couldn't even give you like a half Yeah, yeah, off. but here's or, the or, world of badasses who tattoo for a living. Like sometimes you go, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. What's next? You're going to you're going to step or am I good? Yeah. Yeah, but there's a balance between badass tattoo guy and also uh, having a successful business. Yeah, but and who knows, like, yes. you know. Yes. Are, that's the one place he's talking about. Who knows another place might have been acted differently, maybe been more compassionate. Yeah, I mean this was in like fucking Denton, Texas, there you which go. is yeah. Not the biggest. And it's a way, it's a way better story that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, this is a little off the beaten path, but your tattoo, um, the one you kept that you don't like, reminded me of it. Um, I moved recently, and the place that I have has more um, plant life than I've had since I grew up in Maine. Um, and so now I've, I've taken to, um, although we have a water crisis uh, um, across the board in the world, I, I do still water the flowers and whatnot. And uh, I'm an oddball. I'm a late night, you know, stoner. Um, I was watering the lawn at like 3 a.m. this morning because I was still up. Yeah, that's why I was late. Um, it's the best time to water it. Oh, by the dude, way. I, it's it. It went from oh, I gotta water the lawn to oh, I get to water the lawn. Yeah, it's night, so night, much fun. Night watering is the best time to water your plants. It's pretty cool. And yeah. there's this one patch where there are these right next to each other. These beautiful. I don't know what they're called. A friend of mine told me, but I'm, I've forgotten. Um, these white, almost lily-like. They're they're absolutely beautiful. And they're I mean I've. They're, they just grow, and I'm like, this is crazy. And right next to them are these very simple, straight green weeds. And whenever I'm watering that patch, I didn't notice at first, but I give this preferential treatment to the prettier flowers. And then last night, I was, you know, I'm stoned, and I was in the middle of you know, my yard at 3 a.m. watering things. And my brain goes, wait a second. Why are these flowers, because you like the way they look, more valuable or better than these weeds over here because you don't? They don't fucking have any difference in their worth or, or what they bring to the table. I just place a value on the one that I like looking at more and give it more water. That kind of cracked my skull this morning. And I like embracing that ugly part because that those weeds need love too. They need recognition as well. If not, just for a reminder of our overall judgment of everything that we do in our normal day. So I appreciate you mentioning that because it reminded me of that. I thought it was pretty cool. Well, the thing about weeds is this. <laughs> If you let a weed grow large enough and big enough and long enough, it flowers beautiful flowers. Really? Have you ever seen a weed? I did Some not. of the weed flowers are the prettiest flowers you've ever seen. Oh, the like pretty there girl are, took her glasses off. There were, I mean, it's anything. It's, it takes it's, a while to get to that It takes diamond. a long time. I mean, we've obviously been trained to think that weeds are bad and flowers are good because right. they don't sell weeds at the store. Right. Monetary but, value applied. But there are that's the beautiful thing about California. I've got two yards in my neighborhood I can think of that are weed yards. Like they have everything in their yard is a grown out weed, and it's what, two of the most beautiful yards on the on the block. I want to drive by. They that. flower. You let a weed grow, even even the little bitty normal weed right. that you see. Once it's about five feet tall, and the stalk is about a b big as round as a cucumber, flowers red, white, yellow, blue. Wow. All kinds of shit. That's insane. That's Bloom sick. from it. Yeah. Damn. I had no idea. You had, about a couple years ago, correct me if I'm wrong about the timing, uh, a commercial that you got. Yeah. This was kind of a, a, a really, it was an important time where you kind of got something big, and I don't know how you felt at the time. We never talked about it, but I'm curious. And I want to just say, if you, if a lot of people saw that motherfucker, dude. There was a lot of hits on that thing. If you don't remember the Geico commercial where the guy with the triangle, who was basically a rock star, the yeah. triangle, yeah. that was Johnny Gross. <laughs> I kind of yeah. want to just attach it to this episode. Uh, you should. So, you it's absolutely so funny. Should. The audio enough is great. Oh, dude, exactly. And I saw that 
for the first time with Lily <laughs> on the couch watching something and it came on I didn't know I on like Hulu or yeah. something and it came on and I was like oh my god it's Johnny and then I just started dying because I'd never seen yeah. it before I didn't it even was, know you did it as far as the courses go it was a big funny. one yeah had uh, millions Geico's, of hits but it was you know, based on a character that you made right or wasn't this something well or didn't you bring in some character yeah it's like you know fucking commercial world is it's, it's yeah tell us about fucking, that tell us about it that sucks. it's just like it's just bullshit man it's bullshit it's just like, dude it's bullshit it's whatever and you know it's something that i've embraced because it's it's basically money right you know That's like that geico commercial was pretty much a year you know nice. what i mean like if you get one national commercial Good. You're good for the year. You know what I mean? It's not as good as it used to be. Right. But it's it's okay. And so that's what it boils down to. But you come up as an artist and as an actor and you're like, fuck commercials. I'm not doing fuck commercials. Yep. But you know, like it's I'm business, fucking I'm forty one. I'm like, dude, if I can do a shoot and make this much money, I don't care. hundred percent. Whatever. Hell yeah. But I you know, it was a classic it was a classic Friday in LA. Like I had just gone to this other bullshit commercial audition and fought traffic back. It was five o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. I just got to my house. I get an email from my agent that's like, You gotta be in Santa Monica in thirty minutes. Holy shit. So I fucking cuss the whole way there. I'm like, fuck this shit, fuck this shit. I cuss all the way up to the the room, and I cuss all the way up to the sign-in, and I cuss all the way up to the breakdown of what they're looking for, and I read what they're looking for, and like, a grin just starts going over my face. I'm like, this is mine. That's like, yours. I knew from the moment I read that fucking thing that nobody was getting it. That's so that's sick. That's, that's a that. great feeling. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I went in and did it. And I got a call back, and then I went to the callback. I was like, saw the people they had brought in. I was like, nobody's fucking doing. You know, like we were at the callback, and like four or five guys had gone through, and and then there were three of us left. And as you know, Geico goes weird to normal and everything, but. There was three of us left, and the guy comes out and gives us the spiel that tells you they obviously haven't found what they're looking for yet. So then it was like, okay, it's between me and these two motherfuckers. It's done. It's yeah. mine. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I got and the it. The whole it was time, fun. were you in there just doing that? Same oh, bit? basically, yeah. They were like, okay, you're a triangle player, <laughs> and uh, you decide uh, to do a triangle solo, and we want to see every move. Did they give from you a every... triangle? Yeah. Oh, that's great. You, I think you I had busted it. my thumb, like I busted my thumb in the, <laughs> yeah. the callback. But they were like, do every every guitar move from every famous guitar rock guitar player that you can think of, and I fucking did it all, was, dude. The windmill. The I mean, I, dude, in the audition, uh, they didn't use like the. I wish they had an outtake. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Because I did that shit for eight hours. What? Oh, wait, wait, I man. probably did a hundred takes of that thing. I have my own personal guy. Who must have been like an ex-con, dude. He was this like big fucking meaty white dude with tats. Total like chalked rough. And he was like, I'm your dude. I'm your dude for the day. Whatever you need, I got you. So in between takes, he would <laughs> shuffle so me. Fucking cool. He would shuffle me over, out, out off the stage into a green room. He would make me sit down. He would stick water with a straw in my hand. He would ice both my knees and put a fan on me and say, you just stay in here. Nobody needs to see this. I'll come get you when we're done. Holy. And that was a whole day, dude. But by the end of it, I couldn't even stand. Like I was doing the Chuck Berry on the last thing and my legs were just like wow. giving out. Giving out. The fucking Damn. reality. You see that commercial, you don't know any of oh, that shit. It was, what the actor goes through. It's a long day. It's hilarious. Yeah. Eight hours of Crazy. that. Crazy. I mean, I was exhausted. Well and worth the, it. And but I did. I did, the, I did the Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, right. I did you the Jimi Hendrix where I like threw the fucking triangle and lit it on fire and was like doing the tongue, like ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I looked at that cello player and was like, "Hello, cello!" Like all kinds of shit, man. But it was weird because literally there were 
200 people in that auditorium. There was 50 people in the orchestra, yeah. and then there was like 150 extras audience members, and I was the only one doing anything right. all day long. It was literally 200 people sitting in seats and then them saying action and me going crazy and... That was it. So wow, it was, they actually filled an audience to yeah. give you that sort of energy. Yeah, well, yeah the, in the, the shot. The film, in the, yeah. in the, oh, they show the audience. I can't remember. Yeah, you know, yeah. they do that thing oh, where it's they're like, like, he's at an out orchestra. Yeah. Right, right, right. He just stops, and everybody else is like. And I don't know if you saw this, but there was a Florida orchestra that mimicked it. Get out no. of here. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, there's this video of. It was of, a parody uh, of you. Where their triangle player comes Amazing. out and does all the moves. What? And they're like, oh, that's so funny. And they make something like, you know, like. views it's got. Let me. Which, yeah, pull that sucker up. Yeah. I mean, when I mean, I think when I last time I checked, it was a couple of million. I think on on YouTube sure. it was like four or five. It got up like four or Jesus. five. And this is the funny thing. Okay, this is another thing about on a deeper level. You see like the socioeconomic uh, effects of of the commercial world. So I, you know, nobody I can walk. Nobody knows who the sure, fuck sure, I am. Sure, sure, sure. I go back to Texas for my niece's wedding. And I am the fucking star of the wedding. Everybody wants their picture with me. Wow. Everybody is tripping out over the triangle guy. Because in your circle, everyone saw it. They Facebooked it. They but forwarded people, it. Yeah, that's the TV they're watching. You know, you yeah. go to that part of the country and people watch fucking TV. They still watch commercials. And we, you know, like we don't, I don't, I don't feel like we do in LA as much, but I, I could, I could be if wrong. If I've seen a commercial, it's online. Yeah. Or... When my cable was out that one time and I had to watch TV those ones. And I'll yeah. tell you right now, that was enlightening. Right. The the old the the effort they put into daytime TV on regular antenna television, there there's a robot just putting out Dude. episodes of chips over yep. and over again. And then it's like, Oh, do you have osteoporosis? Do you were you in a yeah, what, car dude, accident? Crazy. You had a lawyer? Yeah, exactly. It's um, you have an invention you want? Like I think the old the, school I think the quality overall for commercials in general has declined because and that's the whole another conversation about the union, non union ads and like the whole bullshit going on in the in the industry right now. Like they don't care. They're they, I had a friend did a national sprite commercial. She got a $2,000 buyout, which means they can That's play it, it wherever and Too anywhere for done. however long. They flew, they sh they're sh also shooting in South America because it's cheaper. Damn. So they flew her to South America. It was a non union gig. She has no protection. They worked her for over 24 hours straight. It was the what? horrible trip. Whoa. And that's Sprite, bro. That I was is about Sprite. To say Sprite's doing that. Sprite's doing a non union ad and filming in South America. It's fucked up. That is fucked up. It's really fucked up. Do you and know and they don't and they don't care because they're like, oh, you don't want to do it? There's fifty thousand well, people behind you people that will do, will do it for it. less. They'll do it for nothing. They'll pay us exactly. to do it. And a lot of the actors will take it because they're like, you know what, fuck it, free trip, yeah. Yeah. two it's grand, exactly, whatever. Yeah. And it just sucks. It sucks. I mean, want to tell their friends? Car, oh, bro, major yeah. car companies, beer companies. Huge companies are doing non-union ads, and it, it's, it's yeah. If it's, they're not paying A-list people bazillions of dollars, exactly. they're paying everyone else nothing. Exactly. Um, a buddy of ours, uh, buddy of mine, uh, he's been on the show a couple of times. Our uh, buddy Ben, um, he has some horror stories like that where he said if if it were still ten years ago, the work he gets, he'd have make a living and and he could like, have a house and all this different stuff. But now it's like day rate hundred bucks. Yeah, it's and you're tough. Like, it's super tough. Super low budget category. 50, 75, like, what? Yeah. Like, you don't have, you don't have enough money? Yeah. That's why people don't give a shit about stealing stuff. Well, they don't care. Yes. They download, like, because it's like, oh, they pretend like you're affecting, like you're hurting the actors. No. The fucking people at the top, the non-union bullshit, that's what's making regular, grinding it out, character actors, hardworking actors, make no money. No money. And it's, it's really hard to make a living wage as, as a... 
as a as a mid level mid to low level. People are like, actor. what's nothing wrong with capitalism? There's lots of things wrong with capitalism. Yeah. Because the idea of infinite growth and reducing all of your expenses to whatever you can is not a sound business model for the health of the people within the business. It's great for profits for a while, but is that our only fucking metric? Is that our only benchmark? It shouldn't be, but that's what capitalism to some extent does. It makes profits over anything else. If you're not growing, you're dead. Why do you have to grow every year? What if you made the same $4 billion this year as next year? Is that bad? Not in my book. It's bullshit. Well, there are, I mean, there are people out there carrying the banner, like going back to the better things. They they pay on what's called as a, a, a what's it called? I think it's like good for all nations, or it's it's some term. I think it's good for all nations or great for all nations. But everybody makes the same. That's cool. Everybody makes the same for the day. Everybody gets paid the uh, same. Can you give me a context? I don't understand. Uh, instead of everybody having a different day rate. Or are we talking? Are we still talking production? Yeah, yeah, like better things. The, the TV show that I was saying was a great, oh, the great it. set. Okay. They pay everybody the same. So if you're a guest star, or if you're, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. You're a like, regular, like a. Un yeah, I mean, I think the regulars even they get. I, again, don't quote me. I'm assuming, but I believe even the regulars they, they get a day rate. Everybody gets the same day rate. Wow. Now that's an extreme opposite. I wasn't even suggesting that. I'm not talking about no no tier. Like I'm just talking about the the extreme uh, disparity. Yes, um, not huge. saying that's bad, but there's no. Some, it's just something it's in between. a way to you yeah, know. It's interesting. That goes into the you get into the restaurant thing, you know, yeah, like doing yeah. the right, right. the Pool service points. charge versus the three percent for the health benefits, right. or you know, where they put the the service charge on so they can include the kitchen staff. Yeah, which is great. It yeah. is equalizing that sort of thing. Of course, there's the other side in California where it's actually illegal to take those tips because of the service rules or whatever. Yeah. There's always pros and cons, yes. but ultimately some of the motivation is pure. There is a huge disparity between front and back of the house in most restaurants, yes. and that equilibrium does need to be balanced to some yes. degree. And some of those choices are really great. Yeah. But what? How do? How do? I mean, this is a huge conversation. It is. It is. Like beyond, I mean, the front front of the house, back of the house is an age old. Age old tale. Age old tale of the world, and and how do we fix it? You know, I I don't know. I mean, every individual makes their their particular changes and moves, but there's no cure all. There's no. never a cure all for any issue. Um, but that's what makes life so interesting. We we're living in this evolutionary, nuanced um, supercomputer where every I mean, every blade of grass is growing with. Chem I mean, everything. It's so, it's it's so overwhelming. It makes living in a world of denial or or like a, a kid who's abused who doesn't doesn't deal with it like makes that completely understandable if you started to make sure you think of every every um iteration of every problem of every category you go fucking insane which is probably the root to some people's insanity <coughs> pardon me their inability to separate those things um it's yeah it's a, a, a program for insanity you just got to start with yourself yep you better yourself you better the world i mean that's just hands down like yep Work on yourself, become aware of yourself, have a little fucking self-awareness. It 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 changes 360 degrees of, of your world. You change people. If you change yourself, you change you you, inst you instigate change in other people. Was it Biggie that said you gotta change yourself before you change the world? That's right. I thought it was Gandhi who said, be the change you wish to see in the world. Wasn't it, it, it is. I'm sure a lot, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of the greats have said it. Previous yeah. Dalai Lama. The yeah. art of selfishness. It's a book I read. 15 years ago, the gist was selfishness is not a negative thing. Yeah. You do have to focus on yourself first or you can't help anybody. You it can't makes help total anybody. logical sense. You got to be selfish to be selfless. Right? You got to be selfish to be selfish. But the 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 world that we live in is 
it's crazy how much how connected we all are but it's just making us all individuals like going back to the big first conversation we had at this thing is the nobody wants conflict nobody wants to deal with other people yet everybody wants to be commenting on other people's business right and you want to leave something on a facebook page and have a facebook fight about it but you can't do that with somebody in real life. That's not how you communicate with people in right. real life. People don't know the consequences of... Uh, consequence is something that we are losing, I think. It's that whole... It, going back to it's that road rage thing where you have that glass between you and that other yeah, person. Yeah, you're not going to do you're that like, outside of that this car. This motherfucker. They could be like the biggest dude you would never approach right. outside. But... There's a Honda Accord in between you guys. You, know? you should get a certain amount of honks per day, and then you have to you have to refill your honks. Yeah, you have to have an, an honk app, I think. You know what my buddy has? My buddy made signs uh, for when he's sitting in traffic. He's got a sign that like they're bubbles on uh, like a popsicle stick. Amazing. And one of them says like uh, like nice blinker asshole, oh. and then one says like. Uh, <laughs> one says, one That's says, so good, dude. one yeah, right? says, uh, one says, all right, that was my bad. So like, if he cuts someone <laughs> off, he'll even so hold one up and good, be like, dude. my bad. I say nice blinker asshole once a day, right? At least, oh, I, yeah, we've covered that under like, so my one breath. Of our, no. Yelled the guy, all kinds yeah. of things, especially the dude you're behind for like three or four turns who never uses it, and you're like, yeah. who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, you're so special. You don't need to communicate on the fucking road. No. Yeah, you do. Here's my here's I was just talking to Ashley about this. This is something that I don't notice. I've never noticed anywhere else. But in L.A., if somebody's uh, on the freeway in the left, the fast lane, which I don't even know if there's a fast lane in L.A. Is no, anything? It's, it's, it's the, the passing lane. Because when yeah. I grow up, where I grew up in Dallas, lane. left lane was a fast lane. That was just understood. yeah everywhere else in the world. Yeah, you get to the left. Yep. Slow people 100%. to the right. So you'll be behind somebody going like 50 miles in the in the fast lane, and you you get there's nobody like. Cars, it's not a traffic jam. Nope. Everybody's free sailing. So you give them a chance to move over. You don't ride their ass. You just give them an opportunity. You're like, okay, they're not. You put your blinker on. You get over to get in the overlane to, to pass by them, and they s start to match your speed. Yeah. And they speed up because there's something in L.A. where people don't want you to pass them. Uh -huh. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, nope, nope, nope. And I'm Everybody, it seems, all of a sudden speeds up and doesn't I'm let you dominant. pass them. It's crazy. I... Have experienced. I think I've referred to it before. Where um, some people think you should always let people in to the lane, but not if they're cheating the lane. In my book, if they're trying to skirt the fucking oh, line of dude, cars, this is they ain't a, getting in front the, of me. This is the they this is the me. debate of the fucking yeah. century. There are it, two kinds yeah. of people in the world: yeah. people who sit in sit in the line and people who go to the merge. Yeah, like that's the two different. There's two different people. Ashley. Ashley and I get into really? fights about this all the time because she's like, no, that's actually how it's supposed to work. You zipper. At the, we go. We both stay in our lanes till the fucking merge happens and we zipper. And right. Ready? Zipper. Yeah, 100%. And I, there, there's something to that. Yeah. But the zipper doesn't work. And I'm like, no, if everybody just got over in time, you know, but who knows? Well, wait, but the distinction is, wait one second. The distinction is, where is that zipper happening? Like, Where's the zipper happening? Right. Sometimes you, from where you are in the line, you can't see the lane ending. And you're like, you get over, oh, I'm going to pass. And you go, oh, shit. Now I got to get back in. There's also merge shit where you're like in the right lane of the traffic and there's a, an on-ramp coming on where, yes. where where zippering is much more obvious. Yes, yes, yes. Again, this is not a perfect system. No. But the people who try to skirt ahead unfairly are the ones that I don't like to let. If you're just like merging, yeah, of course I'm going to let you in. But if you're cheating... 
fuck you. The worst is the worst is on a street that's a two that's a two lane street that has parking sometimes of the day and parking other times of the day that that, that you'll be you. at you'll be at the light and you'll be like twenty five feet there's a parked car and that person wants to get in front of you in between you and that parked car or like they'll zip. It's just funny how 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 important it is to some people to just get in front of right right you know right. where just that getting my truck fixed all that. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff anymore. Because they can hit you. And they can do whatever yeah. the fuck they want. I'm going 35 miles an hour and listening to my country music. And you can go around me. You can ride my ass. You can do whatever you want. Right. If you hit me, you're, you're fucked. Gonna, you're fucked. <laughs> I'm not. Right. I'm made of four it and a half taken, thousand pounds of it steel. It has taken my, my road rage and, and erased it. I love that. My little trick now is to change my mindset from seeing everyone on the street as an opponent. <laughs> yes, yes, that's to, a good place to, to start. A, to a neighbor. Yes. Like, oh, that maybe that might be friend, my friend in that car. Yes. As opposed to fuck you, dude. I'm dead. You're not taking that. Like, and that my friend is responding and not reacting. It, yeah, it helps. It, I don't. I'm not always good at it, um, but I'm way better than I used to be. It's everything, man. It's just a little moment in between that and this that you're like because I tell you dude and it doesn't matter what happens to you if you give it five to ten minutes you're fucking you're changing you will have a different opinion on it in five to ten minutes than when it happened and you will if Ash and I get in a fight I can feel it I'm like I get sucked into this. My mouth just starts going. Yeah, I don't I even believe what I'm saying. Whoa. It's just like you just get caught up in the reaction. You're right. just reacting, 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 reacting. A hundred, ten times out of fucking ten, if I walk away for a fucking second, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, okay, let's talk about this. That's what I do. Now. You know what I mean? I'll, uh, if, if we get into an argument or a fight, I just go for a walk. Dude, just like, go for a walk. Go for a walk. If you're yeah. in your car... Find a way to take a mo- moment. You need to because you're you not know, thinking straight. No. You're, and you're both not yourselves. And this this also helps. Is like my therapist told me to do this and, and it works. I mean, it sounds silly, but it does. But it's it, it helps you. It's all about rewiring the brain. And things that you do out loud become second nature. So there's a, there's a trick that it's like when you're leaving an environment, you acknowledge the environment you're leaving and you res- give respect to the acknowledgement. You're you're going to. So if I'm going to an audition and and it's trafficy, um, I get in my truck and I say out loud, I'm like, okay, you're leaving the safety of your house where you've had a good afternoon. You're in your truck, which you love. You're going to listen to some music. Nice. You're going to take a good ride. You're going to sit in traffic, and you know how this goes. It's the same every time. You're going to have a nice, peaceful ride. You're going to prepare for your audition, and you're going to arrive. And then you set out. And then when I get there, I'm like, okay, you're leaving your truck. You had a great ride. Now you're going to go into this audition room. There's going to be some people that maybe intimidate you. There's going to, you know, whatever. But just... Setting yourself you're, you up. You just acknowledge the change of environment. You're yeah. actively being your own friend. Yes. And Reminding you're managing, you. and you're managing yes. your own expectations, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, here I am. I'm leaving this, and I'm going into this. Because I think sometimes you take something that happened in the house into the car. And bring it with you to the other. It's then, almost always the reason. Yeah. And then, then the shit in the car is about what happened in the house. And next thing you know, you're fucking tell somebody to fuck off. And like immediately you, you acknowledge that they didn't do anything to you and that, that it's about the fucking thing in the house. If yeah. you're lucky enough right, to right, even right. be that aware. My thing was this. It's like there was an event and there was the reaction. And then there was the realization that I reacted poorly. 
Right. Which which sometimes, you know, back in the day would be days, weeks, right. months. Comes later. So the goal was to move that awareness that I reacted poorly. <laughs> nice. Closer and closer and closer and closer to where you surpass the event and you're preemptively striking. Beautiful. Uh, you know what I'm I, of course. Yeah, that makes cool. total sense. And it, it works, man. I, I mean, you know, we're humans yeah. and we're faulted. But with your hand with your hand learned. motion, you can even see <laughs> where you're bringing that line back before yeah. the starting point. Before. So really then, then before it even happens, you're prepared to to not react, but to respond. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Um, something else that I, it, it, the accepting that practice of reminding yourself in the, in the car, I'm getting in the car, going to be in traffic, I know what we're doing, I'm going to this place. You're also endorsing the very real fact that we are multiple people. Yes. You're not just one person. How can you fucking have the complicated system that we all are made of and think that you're one person? Yeah. You're like 26 people in your yeah. brain, and you can choose to meld them or separate them or focus on one or what. And that, you're focusing on the healthy dude, the yes. guy that knows what's up, the guy who's learned from the fucking experience, and the one who can help the guy, the kid that's still reacting deal with that shit in that moment. Which I think is our, is our natural state. Mm. That's our natural state, is, is, is that of readiness mm-hmm. to respond our in that our unnatural state is 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 stimulated our unnatural state is like uh, stressed out anxious fearful you know all that shit which is why trauma plays such a huge role in creating that outside of your ability that you have to tackle it to solve it you have to really like you're doing you have to fucking really address those things to get yourself back to that calm center that you're supposed to have before someone came in and fucked it up yes and we spend our lives, this is another thing I've realized, is I've spent my life searching for that thing outside of myself that's going to fix it all. And you end up piling yourself up with just shit. Like, you're just covered with all this fucking shit that we accumulate and, like, stick on us to, like, okay, this, oh, no, this is what I need. Oh, no, 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 this is what I got to fix. I got to get this. I got to I gotta be this way. I got to learn how to do this. And now Suffocate. I'm... Suffocate. Yeah, and now I'm realizing that it's about, like, taking it all off like you're just shedding all this fucking shit that you thought you needed to do to get to this state whereas this state is just inherently in you and you've got to remove all the bullshit and do nothing to see like oh it's right there it's right fucking there man it's just right right there i don't even need therapy after this episode (laughs) thanks johnny it's good man i'm telling you i was i was I mean, I we were as close to divorce as we would we were ever gonna be. Wow, and it was my shit, and and I I I can't tell you how it's helped. I mean, I my whole perspective on the world is changed. My whole way I treat people. The is that me? We don't know. The whole um, it's just taught me. It's taught me how to deal. On a uh, fixing technical issue. Nice, on a, nice uh, job, Coop. Fucking genius. On a deep level oh, with life, lost, man. Lost yeah, my yeah, headset. Gotcha, gotcha. More technical things. Um, that's actually a perfect moment because we're problem solving. Nice work, and that's what it's all about. You, problem you, solving. Something problem solving. Problem, uh, Any person who's great at what they do is a great problem solver because every job is you're your solving problem. Nothing more exemplifies that than fucking production work. No. All day long exactly. you're problem solving because everything gets in the way from you having a clean production. That's just how TV and movie production works. It's like, what's going wrong now? How can we fix it? Right. One bird at a time. One bird at That's a time. That's my motto. One bird at a time. What do you have coming up next? Um, next audition, next job, next um, album? We got that I'm episode. Working on, uh, I'm working on, I've got a new country 
country music. Oh yeah, that is my favorite thing I've ever done. Hell yeah, uh, it's wild. It's fucking fun. It's the music I've always wanted to write. Uh, I feel like like everything I've done musically has led to like this project. And it's kind of got the ultimate goal is a movie. It's like a character I'm playing. I'm taking on a persona named okay. Johnny Marfa. Yes. Um, <laughs> Johnny Marfa and the Lights is the name of the band. And So Johnny uh, Boy still exists. Johnny Boy still exists. But, but that's uh, when have, you do a solo project, it's Johnny Boy. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I'll ever do another Johnny Boy album. Oh, wow. I, I It's kind of like that's art for me is just kind of one thing to the next. Like. Yeah. I have a heart, you know, it's it's tough because in creation, I like to create and move on and create. I just love to create, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't like the reproduction aspect of it. I mean, like I love theater. I come from the theater. The The hardest thing for me is after the, the opening night, I walk off stage after the curtain call and I sit down in the dressing room and I'm and I and I I have the stark realization that, oh, I, I've got to do this again. I've got to do this again because it's all about the rehearsal and then just that bang of, of opening night. Like that's what it's about for me. Wow. So that's an art too. You have to learn how to, how to do that. But with music, it's, it's difficult because I just want to write a song. I want to lay it down and I want to write another song. You've, you've, you've um, stumbled upon one of the things I love about doing this show. Every time we record the show, it's new material, new ideas, something that I don't have to do again. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to memorize a script. I don't have to go for rehearsals for eight weeks yeah. and then perform for three months. Like, not that that stuff isn't great. We all come from theater. It's cool as fuck. It's the life of a professional performer. Yeah. But man, is it way more fun to create. It's the and creating. The, is, the creating is the magic, and it's there. man. Your records, they're still there. Our yeah. episodes are still there. Yeah, they're great. Put yeah. it out, create it, it out, move on, on to the next one. There's I mean, you, goes. you. I mean, I, I I respect your ability musically to put out the stuff that you do and As stick do with it and do the videos and all that stuff. Thanks, man. I mean, I don't yeah, have... Yeah, I, I like... I, I, that's why I like that you put your music out, too. I, th- I think it's... I hate... Now when I hear someone make, like, the excuse of, of wanting or having all this music or wanting to put some stuff out, but they don't have the means to or they don't... They can't figure out how to do it on their own. I get that to an extent, but I also, I think maybe just because I was annoyed that I couldn't record or figure out how to record, and then I just kind of like taught my or like learned how to. Yeah. Because all I, I, no one taught me. All the materials are there. They're online. You can learn how to. All you need is time, which is tough to come by. But if I mean, a lot of people can do it. Like can put music out. Um, I think like a lot of people had this like weird thing in their head where like you need a label or you need someone giving you a bunch of money by the business. Of course, and it's like I get that too. They can give you a lot of things that you can't get on your own. But if it comes down to just I have this song I wrote, I want to record it and I want to release it online. We have all those. Yeah, you can do it. It's right there. It's just figuring it out. That whole new world is pretty goddamn fantastic. It is. I think that it's taken a little. I, I have my opinions on. You know, I think it's taken. Uh, There's a lot of the good du- stuff the out there. The paying. You still gotta sift through stuff. the sift yeah. through the yeah. fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. You exactly. have to sift through shit, but I think in 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 the art and entertainment world today, there's a dues paying element that has been removed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's like true too. it mm-hmm. doesn't. Anybody can say they're a photographer, right? Yep. It takes away from the years of fucking shit you've got to wade through to to call yourself a photographer. You know. Same with like of being a voiceover actor. Like, right. does it bother you that the technology has progressed so much that shitty photographers can sometimes do great work? Does that is that 
part of that because I'm, when you say that, I was thinking like, well, there's you know, there's five pizza places. They all make pizza, but three of them are shitty and two of them are decent. Like it's still fair. Like you but do. But it's not a dude with a pizza stone on a corner with a sign that he wrote in Sharpie saying, "I make pizza now." But you if, know his, what I mean? if his pizza is shitty, he'll go out of business. It. Maybe, maybe that's the difference between the food world and anything else because. There's shitty people that can have careers in entertainment, whereas if your food's bad, you're not going anywhere. Like, well, that's pretty much where it ends for Mc, most McDonald's, people. McDonald's, I mean... But the, McDonald's is not shitty to a lot of people. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's not. It is shit, but it's, it's shit. It, there's a taste, a chemical taste profile there that is incredibly pleasing to the human palate and body or whatever. Um, but there, again, we're talking about nuances in many different angles. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Right. Um, but there is... With the open playing field now, there's actually a more, a bigger element of honesty and truth where, say, you've got three guys that have gone through all the ringers and they're being promoted by big companies and you've got tens of fucking shitty people that suck, but they're out there too. One of those shitty people has a shot now that didn't have a shot with the big boys. That is true. There's an element of honesty there. It's not a perfect system, but it's, I think I prefer it this way because I can go through and pick what I like and don't like. And that guy that sucks can still do his shit. He still has the right. To, if he doesn't make any money, no one listens to it. He's still happy making it. I mean, again, these are not these aren't hard and fast rules. No, and it, and it and there is obviously two sides to that coin. Yes, that I love that everybody has the ability to do whatever they want. I think it's the expectation that's been skewed, or the mystery of the craft of art is kind of been removed whereas i i feel like in the past you would see somebody's creation and you would not fathom how they made it and you would say wow uh, that's something special now i feel like the modern response is like i can fucking do that i can sure. do that sure you know like i got a buddy who just started going out on vo auditions nice and like three weeks in he calls me and he's like i haven't booked anything yet i'm, I'm nervous and i'm like yo bro like <laughs> Relax. Damn. Like, relax. But but that's the thing. So I like, talked yeah, to. Yeah, you're right. Dude, you should probably. <laughs> any any actor friend I have, 100. percent Any actor friend I have that's like either not not booking or not doing well or like frustrated with their, they, you know, like my VO success, quote unquote. They're like, I got to start doing VOs. Uh, so yeah. it's just like this simple thing. Like, oh, I'm not doing well. This they, is where they, I'll, they, I'll, it's I'll, like I'll lower myself see, to voiceover. You, you see success and you're like, oh, well, they're doing it, so I can do it, which I agree. That's a great— Some of that's true. Some of that is, some is of positive. Stupid. Like, yeah. I like to, that people get inspired and, and believe they can do something, but there is something to be left of, like— you got to still know that you, it takes work. you got to know that it yeah. takes work, and, and I'm going to sound like an asshole saying this, but I'm like, there are some people out there that don't need to— Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, like, I'm sorry, them, like, you're not a singer. Right. Oh, you're not a photographer. Started. You're yeah. not an actor. You're no, not a don't, VO. Because we you're gotta not, wrap it up soon. You know, like <laughs> it's just like the it's just t t the craft. Like yeah. there needs to be a respect for hours put in versus money that you've spent on yeah. right on um, gear. Right, right, right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, Somebody right. came to me recently and was like, "I'm gonna play Prince," and I was like, "In what?" Right, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" They're like, oh, "I'm gonna play Prince in it, like a bio thing," and I'm like, "Like in a black box or like in a movie?" And they were like, "They wanted to do like uh, they," and I'm like, first of all, you're white." Okay, done. Conversation. Thank over. you, thank you. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to dissuade you from being ambitious. Also, your voice is m like like 
chalkboard made of gravel and ball peen hammers that are being dra- like the the like the worst voice I've ever heard in my life. And I'm like, where are you? Com- are you where are you coming from right now? Like, I as a human being, I feel the need to tell you that's a bad choice. I'm not saying I'm not trying to to squash in your dreams, but be aware of the fucking reality of who you are. See where your strengths yes. are. You know, yes. be honest with yourself. This yes. is not honesty. This is insanity. Then here's the, here's the thing. I blame the casting director. Totally. <laughs> and that and that's the kind of the thing I was going to say is like, yes, the, the 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 positive aspects of what we're talking about and the negative aspects, it it only matters when it starts to affect the pay that that the the trained professional receives. When when their pay drops because there's a hundred people out there that sort of know what they're doing. You know, like Ashley's a photographer. Right. Her rates are affected by people who just buy an expensive camera. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I they'll do. do it for less, just like the commercials. Like, oh, this guy's not a, as good of an actor, but he's going to do it for, for 10 bucks. For, ah. for 10 bucks. And yep. then you, as a, as a person who knows your worth, has to decide whether you're going to lower your standards or yep. whether you're going to, like, not get work. Right. And that's a, and a place that, Every professional finds themselves at one time. I have to say no to all these jobs I've taken for the last five years because I'm not a grip anymore. I'm now a DP. I have right. to say no to all this shit. And you put your foot down, and that's the only way to really have self establish your self worth and progress as a professional. Right. Mm. That's true. Pay your dues. That's dues bang. Yeah. That's and let's hope those people who are like, oh, I got to try that are the 1% who actually will get there. And this is their real start where they say, I really should do that. And that's the germ that grows into something real. Yeah. And not just a phony who's jealous of your success and sees it as a fucking easy thing to do. Or they have a bunch of money and they can just fucking buy whatever they want. You know? That's, yeah. Mm. That's a bummer. I mean, it's great. But if you don't earn it, then it's not really that great. Well, on that note. Did we talk about anything? Are you shitting me, dude? That was, that was arguably our best episode. That was probably the best. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. Did you not have a good time? I had a blast. When, when are you coming back is the real question. Yeah, Whenever you, you want. Come right? back. Whenever Johnny you will want. be back. Please He's come fucking back. killed it as we Whenever knew. It was want. actually better than I anticipated. The first time we have guests, we open up. The second time we have them, we dig deep. Let's right. do They're it. about like, yeah. you know, what they're doing, everything like that. This, we just, we let the world know how. We got pretty deep. Know. Yeah, we, we got, got very deep. deep. Very That's deep. what I'm saying. We talked about childhood sexual abuse. We talked about therapy. They we did. talked about they, anger management. We talked about traffic. So, we ducked so deep we came back up. We yeah, did. man. Like, Anything you, else you want to let us know before we go? Um, oh, I'm doing a play. Yay. I'm doing a play in the French Festival. It's fucking awesome. Hell it's yeah. like a Black Mirror episode. Uh, it's like the sci-fi jam that's in the in the it's told from the perspective of like a like an uh, a tech presentation. Oh, it's wow. it's good. Um when it's and called where? Life Plan. Um Shit, I should have brought the information, but uh, <laughs> roughly we'll, we'll, we'll post if it. You, in, uh, if you search Fringe Fringe Festival LA, they'll probably have the schedule and a place to buy tickets. It's but in LA. Attach it. It's in LA. It. It's in Hollywood Fringe Festival, and it runs how long? There's five shows in June, so I think Perfect. it's like and June eighth, playing... June fifteenth. I play this guy named Harvard. So Life Plan is this. It's 2068. Life Plan is this um, life platform that you can buy. Great, and basically it's where you can trade in. Uh, the the remaining years of the average lifespan plus all your assets to live a super shortened version of your life but highly enjoyable. Wow. So it's like you can live the rest of your life Mediocre. so, mediocrely or you can die in a year and a half 
but that year and a half is going to be fantastic and you can do whatever you want. You go live in this nice place. You can be a rock star. You can be a thing. Uh, So this is a presentation. We go around to all the uninhabitable zones and we give this presentation and we try to get people to sign on. Wow. Uh, But really it's sort of like just genocide for rich, rich people are just controlling the population. Yeah. And there's also some, something where we like use these people's bodies for food. Ah! I mean, it's crazy. It's good though, but yeah, it, it's, so it's, I'm I'm the seasoned pro. It's Soylent Green. I'm the life coach. Yeah, it's Soylent Green. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm the life coach. That's that's like this is how. But there's some like uh, um, Scientology stuff. Hey, like we have this yeah. thing called the ladder, and you've got to climb the rungs of the ladder Jesus to get Christ. to fulfillment. But it's really good. And is oh, it yeah. like 45 minutes? Or like hour it's and like half? an hour, hour ten. Great, one that's act. perfect. But it's awesome because it's rare in LA. You get you get to do a play with all theater people, and all of these people are theater people. Right. So it's it's been really fun and. Um, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Oh yeah, I'll, yeah. To I'll touch yeah. it all. Awesome, Johnny Boy. Yo, the Johnny fucking Boy. man, dude. Thank you so much for coming. We'll definitely yeah. have you back. Um, we'll check out the play. Coop and I are gonna be gone for a month. We got our special package episodes coming out the next couple of weeks. We might miss yeah, our last you Thursday. Got special packages. Ah, yeah, very nice. And we're gonna come back and do. Episode 49 and then 50. It's going to yep. be a special June. Uh, can't wait to see you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Johnny Boy, uh, thanks, bro. We'll see you soon. Respond. Uh, don't react. One, two, one, two, three, four. Roly-poly, cattle, cow, bill, bacon, baker, licking, man, as a matter of fact. I'm done, hit and run, number one, and having fun. Shotgun, a beach, boom, and daddy, coming down your track. Yeah, one thing I can promise you, son, ain't no way you ever heard of where we're from. Yeah, we come to raise a little hell before they hit now back. Let's raise some hell! I'm a back road, horny Joe, Cadillac, and Romeo. Wish you sitting busy with a man, and that ain't no lie. I'm a skid row, Eskimo, singing in binary code, rattlesnake, and booty shaking, and coming up in the sky. Yeah, one thing I can promise you, man, ain't nobody does it the way we can. Yeah, the name is Johnny Marvin, that's the back, and let me show you the lines. Come on, lines, give it to him, baby. Wagon trains on the comfort hurricanes, skinny different record flipping man, and this I guarantee. Full of a champagne, blood stained, candy cane, and as a rain, long neck, and two step, and daddy like a you never seen. Yeah, and if you don't like the way that we play, well then you better get out of the way, cause a lot of dynamite, Johnny Barber's made of TNT. Let's hold the roof off.
And if you don't know Now you know